0: welcome to the podcast to, I'm, I'm anna and i'm Kayleen, and we're Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. a podcast by two gay idiots navigating owning and operating their own businesses in the midst of end stage capitalism Hello. Hi, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. We're happy to have you. I think this yeah. is going to be one of our first episodes that we are going to record and release within a few days. Yeah. So, wow. wow. This Real is so time. fresh. Yeah. I feel like a lot of podcasts do it like
1: this. I don't yeah. know if I really have a preference. Um, no, we'll. I mean, we'll see. I think we were both like, when we started this at the beginning, like in the spring, we were kind of like, you know... Uh, wanting to batch things in case you know because in case because our schedules are unpredictable so um i don't know i think it it, i kind of like going off the cuff we'll see we can be a little bit more responsive
0: yeah Um. um Also, I know like my season is starting to like wind down. I think I have like one more client project uh, and then I'm going to be chilling and working on my personal projects yeah, and whereas starting my some shit, other
1: projects. Yeah. My shit is just ramping up. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I just had, had my first uh, three wedding weekend, which was like the busiest uh, event weekend since before the pandemic for me. And I've got, I'm stare, I'm, I've got. Basically, it's a uh, ball to the wall till Thanksgiving and even then a couple of a couple of hot weekends in December, too. So, yeah, uh, so we're coming it's exciting.
0: At you Sunday, October four- 24th, 24th. Um, so we're pretty deep in like feeling like fall
1: right yeah. now. Yeah, but I think both of us being in the in the Gulf South are not really feeling like fall. I don't know. We had like a week of like breezy, like mid seventies weather, and then I, know, and I was there for that. Yeah, it was really <laughs> nice. And then I think tomorrow the high is like eighty six. Um, I did, a, I did a, I did an outdoor wedding on Friday, and I was, my hair was like, it was so fucking humid and so hot. I was like, I didn't know I had curls that went in those directions. <laughs> I like glimpsed myself of in the mirror before the ceremony. And I was like, fuck, I got. <laughs> I after put setting tablecloths for hours outside.
0: Yeah, was, we're like uh, 90 degrees here. Um I'm fine with it. I don't think it's snowing in Denver, but it's gonna snow soon and I'm yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm I know what I signed up for and I'm yep. glad. So. Yeah, no, I,
1: I I enjoy fall just because I've historically lived places with no seasons, like Arizona, Florida, Louisiana, like southern Louisiana. Uh it's nice to know that there's just like a little bit of relief from the from the like from the oppressive heat. You get a little bit of a breeze, but it's never like it's it well, I mean living in New Orleans is probably the coldest winters I've ever experienced, which is still uh not the worst. A couple of hard freezes here and there, but it's mostly just difficult, for all the reasons that living in New Orleans is difficult, is that the infrastructure is not designed <laughs> for any level of, like, uh, climate pressure. <laughs> hey, but I heard Mardi Gras ago. go. Uh, I don't know. We'd had our first, um, we had our first, we had our first, I think we'll probably really know that in the next few weeks. Our first parade was last night for Crew of Boo, which was the Halloween parade. And the public health department is basically like using that as data collection um, to inform how they're going to handle Mardi Gras. So they had like a bunch, apparently I didn't go because I was feeling hermity um, but yeah, they did about they're doing like a bunch of data collection. They had like little kiosks and stuff set up where people could sign up to like get polls over the next couple of weeks to see how they're feeling after attending the parade and like um, and, and all that. So they're like trying to collect data on on whether public outdoor gatherings are gonna contribute to positive test results so interesting okay yeah
0: well I just I just got boosted yeah so. I got boosted a couple weeks ago I'm, I'm going to Disney in a few days and yeah. I was like, I'm gonna get my booster shot so
1: yeah stay yeah. tuned everyone because I think uh, I think an entrepreneur queers at Disney episode is gonna hit you sometime next year that's got to happen yeah so
0: that was fine i was out i had like pretty intense brain fog and i was like woo but it was
1: okay like i knew what to it it wasn't as bad as my second shot i got Mm -hmm. pretty ill i remember you just you were so you were so sad and pathetic in my in (laughs) you were we were texting a lot because i was in florida and i was like and you were just you just seemed very very sad um, it's like, I'm not great. Had to, um, say, had to send friend of the pod to to go babysit you for a night. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, but I turned the corner on that. Good to go. So now I'm thinking, I mean, right, we might need to get boosters every, like, six months. So April and October will be my months for that.
1: Um, yeah. So, yeah. We'll see, yeah, we'll see what they say. I mean, like, I think this is probably just going to be the new flu shot, but... Maybe thing something that people take more seriously than a flu shot because I can't remember yeah, the last I've time never, I got one. I never got one. I don't I think know. I've ever had the flu either. Um, yeah, I mean, knock on wood. I don't know. I'm working with yeah. I'm working. I'm working with big crowds of tourists, so I might. And that might change this year, just to because I really can't afford to be sick. Uh. <laughs> All right, I'm still on the Muse, uh, the Muses Tarot. Um, This is like I don't know. This deck is the artwork on this is just like really beautiful. I don't know how deeply I connect with it compared to like some of my other decks, Um, but I think it. Oh, that one just fell. Okay. Uh, but I really do enjoy it. This is good. We have the Ten of Materials.
0: Oh, okay, good. Which is the Ten of Pentacles
1: so yes a very fruit a very fruitful time um like harmonious um great for home great for work great for uh financial abundance um all in all just like a very good uh a very good portent a very good omen so um this is the time folks this is the time to see yeah. the fruits of your labor. It's exciting.
0: I like that one. I feel like, yeah. I feel it. It's um, exciting. Yeah, me too. I've been feeling very abundant lately. Yeah, me too.
1: I feel like, yeah, I just, uh, I feel like, yeah, things are coming in. I got like, I just landed a really big contract yesterday and then the day before got like the biggest tip I've ever gotten in my life for a wedding or otherwise It just seems like it's, it's all flowing in the right direction. I have two
0: abundance candles Uh and I lit them. And so I am like furnishing my house pretty much uh, from scratch. And I, I tabled like finding new furniture. I was like, you know what, whatever, it'll find me. I have like what I need. And then like seeing what I have is what I need is like, ugh. I feel like some people are like, damn girl, you live like this. You don't even have a shower curtain. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't care. Um, so I got a text. I lit these candles and then I got a text and it was, hey, um, our upstairs neighbor is moving. If you want to look at any of the stuff and like grab what you need. And I was like, cool. That's two blocks away, you know? So it's like, all yeah. right, I am open to receiving. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. Now's it. Now's. Yeah, it's a very – because uh, pentacles are also about, like, material life um, and the home. So it's also a good time to, like, uh, mm-hmm. invest in what makes you feel cozy. Because it is hot-um. Um, and what makes you – yes, domesticy things. things. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't need a shower. I Honestly, need, I always sit in the bath <laughs>
0: – or in the shower, too. I always do. I don't know why I do that. Right.
1: But I do – because you're just, you just want to, you just want to be, like, be in a I got my energy, I got
0: some energy work done last week and she was like, anytime you're stressed, lay flat. And anybody who knows me knows that I will do anything I can to be like laying down flat at all times. Like, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a ground girl. So yeah. it's like.
1: Yeah. When we lived together, it took a while to convince you to get a bed. You just had a nest on the floor. Yeah.
0: I just had a bunch <laughs> of sheets and like pillows on the ground. And I was like, every day, I feel like every day I would be like like, Kaylee and I love it down here. I was like, I sleep so well. And you're like, yeah, Anna, I know you say this every day. And I was just like, okay. like, Yeah. And I was like, but I would really like a bed, a bed for the guest bedroom. I was like, yeah. but, and then, yeah. And then right. we got that. Somebody was getting rid of it. Yeah. That's the thing. Like people are just always kind of like changing hands. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just like the uh, concept of like not buying retail and um getting things mm-hmm. from other people. Like getting the things that you know that you need and then kind of like letting everything yeah, else flow. I'm pretty in. sure
1: the only thing in my house that big furniture wise that like I got myself new is my mattress and my bed frame everything oh, and my like my bedside table, like bedroom furniture basically. Every other room in my house has been like stuff that friends were getting rid of or par, or or stuff that I found on like Facebook Marketplace or like one of those resale apps. Yeah. Um, so far mine
0: is my office chair and my rug, yeah. which I feel like my desk was says a, something oh and my mattress, gift. yeah.
1: Yeah. My desk that, I, that I'm recording this on right now is tech, was technically new, but it was a gift. I didn't buy it for myself. A friend bought it. A friend bought it for me because she said she wanted me to have a place to work when I just when I moved into this house. So
0: that leads us into today's yeah.
1: the main dish. Set the table. We are serving the main dish.
0: Is strategy and planning so we want to kind of like dive into like yes making a plan but also yes making space for things to not go according to plan yes make space for things to just flow in like know the things that you want and then also space for like Maybe something better will happen or like, I'm just going to let the universe take the wheel on this one because I'm like, not plan that and just kind of opening to that. And we're going to talk about some of our strategies that we do every day. Um, And then also, I kind of want to dive into what like an ideal day looks like for you like work-wise mm. and also like an ideal day for me um yeah so yeah let's talk let's start off with journaling um I know you have like a big we both do we are both like huge journalers yeah. so we're both
1: we're both uh pen and paper people I think Um, It's gotten to the point. So I used to just exclusively pretty much keep everything unless it was like a shared work calendar with somebody else. Um, Everything was on pen and paper. I've gotten to the point where my calendar is I do use like Google Calendar for that, just because I've got so many different things going on. Um, and I also realized that I didn't really like the structure of a day planner. I much prefer to just kind of like f- have like a bullet journal kind of setup where, um, where it's not necessarily about a calendar. It's more about collections of lists and notes and things like that. So my calendar I do keep on my phone, but everything else. Uh, goes in uh, my journal that I carry around with me it either lives on my desk or in my purse um, I keep like my tarot poles in there and then I keep all of my work related things um, and I'm, I'm really a list maker like that's how I kind of stay organized I like to especially like at the beginning of the week just make um, like start fresh and make a big list of like whatever's on my mind like I usually, I usually kind of wake up on Monday morning or Tuesday morning depending on, like, where I set my weekend, um, depending on, like, how busy my Saturday, Sunday is with work. Um, But I will usually start, uh, wake up and, like, kind of do a big brain dump of all the tasks I know I have coming up um, and also kind of look back at last week's lists and migrate anything that didn't get done. Um, and kind of then kind of prioritize from there, see what can happen, what needs to happen, um, first versus what can happen later in the week. Um, and, uh, that is like how I kind of keep on track. I also have like. For me, because I do event work, I like to keep just ongoing checklists. I'll I'll set a reminder in my phone that's like, you are two weeks out from this event. And so I know that I go back and I look at my two-week-out checklist, and I do all the things on that checklist for each event that's coming up two weeks from now. And that's kind of how I stay on track with a busy calendar. That's a good idea. is a combination of digital reminders and and note collections um but yeah I like to get fun with my bullet journal because I'll depending on not always but like I use it as a tracker too I will track habits I want to be more conscious of creating I like I said I've been tracking every tarot card I've pulled since April of this year um I've got lists and how often do you uh,
0: review like For example, like your tarot stuff. Um.
1: Usually at the end of each month, I will... Well, so I will... What I do is it's all on one page. And I I like just number the page with however many days there are in that month. And I just write the card. If it is a major arcana card, I will put a star next to it. And then at the end of each month, I will highlight repetitions. And just kind of look through that. I will also write what my card for the month from my year ahead spread was, which is something I do, uh, you know, and listeners may know I do on like New Year's Eve of every year for the year ahead. Um, and it's also something I, one of the few times I kind of open up my books uh, tarot wise to a wider selection of people than I normally do.
0: They're spooky dookie. I don't know if you want to plug it on here, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll probably, I'll probably start uh, offering to book those. I usually do it from like mid-November to mid-January. So if that's something that anyone wants, I happy to do it. It's a, it's a thirteen to fifteen card spread, uh, really highlighting your themes of the next year and breaking things down month by month. So I feel like. I always talk to you about the, my year ahead spread. So it actually mm-hmm. showed
0: up. So um, I just got a new desktop and mm-hmm. I was, I changed the background on it. And then all these photos sh- showed up that like, I guess we're saving to the cloud, but they weren't on my laptop because the cloud was full. So I saw all these photos that I thought I was missing and I saw the year ahead spread. I think it was in 2018 and i was kind of like looking through it
1: that was like our first one that i did for you i think it i think it was 2017 no because 2018 was that was the that was that was the month that i broke up with my ex and i was like oh fuck i need to make no we did it no 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 we did it before that though we you did one for me for free remember Uh oh i test i I I used you Mm as a yeah because i came over for christmas we had curry that wasn't the year ahead that was in 2016 and with you and savannah and it wasn't a year ahead it was just like i just practiced reading tarot on you guys because i just started getting into it
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh, anyway. Well, it was, uh, yeah. What is time? Yeah, I just feel like the more I, like, hang out with my friends, it's just, like, golden girls. Nobody remembers fucking anything. <laughs> I was just
1: like, dude, these past couple years, we're just like, it we have no idea. It was the summer. We have no idea. It was the winter
0: of 2017. We have no idea. We're all we just, have no like, idea. yelling. And then, like... I gave you those pants. And it's like, I've never seen those pants in my life. And then 20 minutes later, it's like, yeah, I did give you those pants. i it's just like, oh boy, like we're so easy on us. Um, I'm going to actually grab my journal and go through like my dailies. If you want to um, elaborate on something, I need to step away real quick.
1: I don't know. I've got, I've been a paper tracker planner person, I think since, uh, once I think what what really hit for me was uh, I think was getting an Erin Condren paper planner um, which is like a very bougie uh, planner uh, that's got quite a community built around it on the internet these days but that was around like 2013-2014 um, and that is what got me kind of into really thinking about how important it was to like use paper and paper scheduling and note taking as a way to uh, keep track of things because I saw somebody post basically it's always stuck with me your brain is for thinking not for storage mhm and yeah. that and i it's also for me i i want to have less screen time it is also it is not a personal failing if you can't keep track of everything in your head you're not supposed to like no one is supposed like i feel like i don't know i've had I, I i really hit me i think in 2012 when i had my first like big like supervising managerial kind of position and the person who had the position before me just always seemed to, like, know everything and know have everyone's schedules in her head and, like, always seemed to have it together. And so I thought that that was how I was supposed to work in the role, too. And it was a fucking disaster. And that's when I realized that, like, oh, no, like, some people's brains work like that, but not everyone's, and that's also okay. It's not, like, a moral failing, if you need tools to keep you on track.
0: Yeah, I think it's also like just knowing your process and how you function in the world and just like not judging it. Um, Because I was talking to somebody yesterday and I was like, oh, I'm planning this. And then when I said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have anything planned for that. And I was like, of course I don't. I never do. That's not my process. I was just like, and it's okay. I'm super spontaneous. I do it and then I figure it out as I go. Like I'm not... I I I have a
1: really hard time planning
0: more than like a month in yeah, advance. Yeah, I mean,
1: you you do plan you plan stuff in advance, but you don't, you know, have an itinerary. Like we planned this podcast, that took planning, but we also worked within, like, loose structure so that there's room for spontaneity, room for creativity. Like, we've done multiple episodes this season that were not on our season plan. Yeah, I actually, we were, so we
0: have a Google Doc. Yeah, maybe this is, like, helpful um, to hear about, like, how we structure our podcast. So, uh, for the past couple seasons, and I didn't even know we did this. I thought we just did half of it, but, so, for season one, we outlined,
1: we brain-dumped 16 episodes? We, we both... So it started out with this. We both came up with 10 separate episode topics without looking at the other person's list. And then we picked our favorite five from both lists. And then we narrowed it down from 10 to 8. And and, and I think... We both picked our least... Yeah. We both eliminated our least favorite. And we picked
0: the same ones from both of the things except for, like, one on each. So it was yeah. like...
1: It was really kind of funny how that worked out. um, And so we and then what we do is after we get the episode topics, we'll hop on a call together and we'll outline every episode so that we know like what points we really want to hit. But we also have room for freedom and tangents and we stuck to that but we stuck to that schedule for the first season and i think this season we've given ourselves a well little we got bit hit by a hurricane so. we got hit by a hurricane but we also when we were building it we were like we want to have guests so we let's we don't need to like schedule we don't need to outline every episode because hopefully we'll be having some more guests in here and that also that uh, we has not, I think, happened exactly the way in which we envisioned it. It's It uh, turns out hard to, like, nail people down for scheduling. Um, it, you know, it's hard enough for two people, but then you add a third into the mix and it gets... It gets more complicated, but it also gave us more room to be like, "All right, well, let's talk about what's going on right now." Mm-hmm. What's on our mind? Because right it also, now. I feel
0: like that's what felt m- the most honest for us um, mm-hmm. too. Because it's just like you don't. We were I, going we check to check in, shit. Yeah, and, yeah, and checking in and seeing like, okay, does this feel good? Like, does it feel yeah. good for us to talk about this right now? Because I mean, right. The thing is, um. For me, that one of the most important things is honesty. Honesty with yourself. Yeah. Honesty when creating, because if it's not going to be honest, I don't know what the point is. I'm just so into self expression and not being fake or doing what you're right.
1: supposed to. So that's been yeah, a big be, yeah, pillar. Being like real, like be, mm-hmm. feeling like you're dealing with like real people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of. I've been thinking a lot about that in terms of like my. I don't know, professional, personal brand. Not that I have, like, a branding package or anything, but, like, the types of people I attract and want to do business with and how I'm – and part of it is that I am – in the wedding world, you encounter a lot of people who are not real or honest. Um, And – being able to identify what kind of business I don't want to run and what kind of person I don't want to show up as in the workspace and the clients I do want to attract based on the fact that we are all, like, real down-to-earth people. So I've been thinking about that a lot.
0: So I'm going to go through what my... What I actually just started doing, like, a daily tracker. Um, I did this Mm -hmm. for a few months, and then the move, that's also the thing. I have flexibility with myself. Um,
1: Yeah, I did that a lot in spring. Like, when I was in Sarasota, I feel like I had a lot of time to, like, think about the habits I want to build and also track them. And that, I haven't been as diligent about that since coming back to New Orleans, but... In term, at least in terms of putting it down on paper. But it's something I've been thinking about, especially as I get more busy, actually, about like using that to create routine.
0: Yeah, so you'll kind of see. I feel like I have two sections of mm-hmm. what I'm tracking, and one's very like rooted in the physical, and one's pretty rooted in the metaphysical. So the first yeah. one, the first chunk, the physical, is like my to-do list, books that I'm reading, what I ate that day, what money I spent and, uh, what I did for exercise. And then my metaphysical list is my dreams. Uh, this one is really cool. And I would suggest if you're into something like this, tracking this, because it's just like, it's pretty, it's really cool. Um, tracking synchronicities. Uh, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I, I just feel like some days uh, I, I had a pretty intense, like full moon ritual and I had, 10 synchronicities that were just like what the heck like this is just and
1: it's incredible yeah and I love that you're tracking that because I feel like that's something that most of the time people just are like oh wow how weird and then they just go on mm-hmm. with their day yeah. and you forget that it happened and it I don't know it kind of reminds you uh, Have I feel like tracking it kind of like will make will allow you to be more grateful for like everyday magic uh huh and then just like realizing how powerful you are Hmm. Um, And
0: then I'm tracking my manifestations. So, like, these are kind of, like, mantras that I want for the day. I'm not really, like... I read a book uh, and I took some like mantras from that, but also just like if I want to be like super focused, you know. um, Okay, so like here's a here's a mantra that I used. I'm in peace. I'm aware of my painful feeling, and I calm my painful feeling. I was kind of doing some deep shadow work that day, and then other stuff on like I am peaceful and focused. Like that's one thing I'm really. working on is peace which directly this i feel like some people would say that this is like this is like a a physical tracker but to me it's very linked with the metaphysical i'm tracking my screen time um okay because that's one thing i really i want to get off my phone i'm I, i yeah so i would like to have like like an hour of screen time every day on my phone. If I have to do emails and edit, like that's fine. But I kind of want to get more in a place of like a digital uh, reset. So um, Mm -hmm. I think they call them like digital detoxes. Your dopamine is shut off because you know what I mean? You're on social media and it's like, hit, 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 hit. And you take that away. It's like a tolerance break. Yeah. And then you take that away and then you're getting dopamine from like editing or creating something for fun or painting or going on a walk. I just want to get more in my body. Um, And then I also, I started doing this because you suggested it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm tracking my tarot cards and I'm writing... Uh, the card if i pulled it upright or reversed and then what happened that day that could have been oh cool like linked with that so like i had seven of swords and then I was like i had a fight with a friend um uh, okay like one day i had eight of pentacles and page of swords i went to Costco you know so just tr- trying to see some stuff um, of what means what i'm also like there's some cards i feel like i get that i just don't know what they mean for me like strength. Really kind of confused about that one. Judgment, justice. I don't know, but I get these cards pretty frequently.
1: So I'm trying to understand yeah, it that. It might be linked to something bigger than what's happening that particular day. Or it might be something where the pieces come together later. Or it might just be something that you need a reminder of and it's not necessarily linked to a to a an event. Wow, this is really interesting. I'm looking I did a
0: full moon ritual uh, via z- WhatsApp with Megan and she gave me a reading and like I've gotten those cards in the days since. Anywho, um, so my process is I like to use like a, a big art notebook um, mm-hmm. and I do not like to work with lines. I like to have space for doodles and fun lettering and I like to have a lot of different colors involved because I feel yeah. like if I can give myself kind of like play with it i'll want to do it more i'm not super tidy
1: i was gonna say like so i like um i don't like lines either um but i for some reason find blank pages intimidating so i use dot grids Like, yeah, the dots specifically, not the lines. Um, And, uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, if uh, whatever it takes to, like, make it feel fun, like, play with colors, play with stickers, play with whatever. Like, some people be like, that's distracting and I don't want to deal with it. And, yeah, there are times for me where I'm just like, yep, pen and paper, here we go. Um, I'm too busy. I think literally, like, I kept tracking my card of the day you know after after Hurricane Ida when we had no power because the I the hurricane hit on August 29th so literally like my September tracker is just like scrawled in like a shitty pen that I like not even a pen that I would normally use because I'm a pen snob but it was just like it, it it scrawled and like not it does not match any of my other trackers. I think it's upside down in the notebook, like compared to the orientation of all the other pages. And it's just like it but, you know, do what you need to do to make sure it gets done. But also, like, if if making things fun and whimsical means that you'll do it more often, then don't make anyone feel li- like don't let anyone make you feel shitty for like wanting to have fun-colored pens, you know?
0: Yeah, I also wanted to mention what pen I use, um, because it's, like, if they cost more, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're better. But I'm right. really digging these colors and, like, the consistency. Um, it's the big Crystal 1.6. Uh-huh. Um, I yeah. really love it, because I don't like the kind that's, like, liquidy. I like it. Right. I, I don't know how to even describe it, but, yeah, yeah it's smooth my- and...
1: I have my pen case right here. Um, I've got, like, some art pens with, uh, where it's got, like, brush tips on one side and, like, fine tips on the other for colors. I, like, really love mechanical pencils sometimes, so I have those. And then I don't know if I have it in here. Oh, I have um, mild liners, which are these Japanese um, highlighters that aren't neon. They're, oh, like... cool. And they also have five they tip on one mad. side. Yeah. And highlighter on the other. And so, yeah, they just... They're, like, mustardy or, like, berry-toned. And, like, they're not as harsh on the eye. Um, and then my favorite pen is either the Pilot G2 um, in a uh, .07. Or um, I've also really liked the... I can't remember what they are, but they're like more of a felt-tip pen. I've been using those a lot lately because they feel really good on the paper of the journal that I've been using. I don't know. Whatever makes you feel, like, tactile and, like, whatever create Like, those dopamine hits. Like, if uh, the right pen on the right paper gives you that hit, then go with it. Um, but I use... Um, I have a big... My, my calendar book is big, and I don't use it as often. Um but I do use it, like, to track dates. And then um, my actual, like, list notebook is more of a traditional, like, uh, journal size. So one thing Um, I do for Calendar that I've
0: done... I've been journaling... I want to say, like, 15 years now. um, Pretty intensely, like, every day. And I've always done this. I make a calendar um a six-week calendar just in my notebook um and then I write down things that I need but I'm pretty notorious I feel like for keeping my calendar pretty empty um and I feel like that is something so like I don't like telling people that like yeah, I can fuck off for two months. You know what I mean? Or like, this is how flexible my schedule is. And I hate having to justify that. Like when I got a, my shot, the person who gave me the shot, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to Disney this week. She's like, did you take the week off? And I was like, no, like I just work for myself and I can do whatever I want, you know? Um, Yeah. I gave myself the day off. Like, (laughs) I think a
1: lot of people still can't comprehend that that's a possibility,
0: Yeah, um... um. And I, and I, and I feel like when I first started my business, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be busy. Um, I love working, but now oh, I'm yeah. just like, like,
1: I love not working. I love it's like how giving I, myself. We've sp- talked about before, like the universe hates a vacuum. So for you create empty space, so like you're creating an invitation for it to be filled, which is, can be cool sometimes if you can, if you're intentional about it. Like, um, like if you're like, if you may, like sometimes some uh, things that I've done in the past are, like, make a, like, clients for this month and make, like, six empty spaces and then fill in those clients as I get them, Um, but it, sometimes with the calendar, I have to be really careful that just because there's an empty space doesn't mean I have to say yes to filling it, um, and sometimes that means that on my like Google calendar, I will block off. I will be like, do not schedule just so the space is full. So I don't think that it's something that's available. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, Cause I feel like some people love to work a lot and maybe that's their mm-hmm. process. Um, but I know some people love to be busy because they're like, if I'm not busy, I get depressed. Um, yeah and thats sometimes it's real. just like
1: hard. it's hard to say no to things, you know, but I usually i've got I feel like I've gotten pretty good of being uh, to be like, yeah, I don't have time this week, but let's look at next week you know, i I turned thing. down
0: two projects this week. congratulations because, like just wasn't worth it. I was just like, I'm in my new yeah. place, I like it, I need to rest. I quite frankly had a pretty traumatic couple of months, and like, yeah, when I got Reiki, I was just like. I feel like they were spying on me. They saw my energy and they saw these things and they were just like, yeah, this is here. And I was like, oh, I know exactly what that is. Fuck, you know? And I was like, um, okay, well, I need to handle that because if you don't, it's going to handle you. So I feel like a Let's, lot of times we you just want
1: to keep pushing on, but... Right. Let's talk a little bit about how you, like, so we talk about how to handle scheduling work. How do we head, handle scheduling rest or play? So, like, do you look at, like, a year or, like, a six-month or a quarter period and you're like, this is the time I'm going to take off? Like, do you like to structure uh, so your year a certain way?
0: much... I want to say as soon as year one hit, I realized that the seasonality of what I'm doing is, it's just not that busy in the wintertime, but now, and so I would take a month and do a passion project. Um, and Mm -hmm. like one of those passion projects was paid. I like went to Maui and I got sponsors and we did stuff, you know, um, but it was very much like, no, I'm taking, I'm kind of like an unplug doing things that are going to make me feel not tired. Um, and I'm that's what I'm planning for this year, because also I'm, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I'm trying, I'm in the process of like figuring out what I need to get French citizenship. I'm going to apply because my dad was born in a french colony and so we're doing i have to figure it out for him first and then we can do it for me and see where that leads anywho i need to learn french i want to live there blah 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 so this is like another thing that i have going on besides work paid work but this is also like okay this is where the direction i want and quite frankly i feel like it's just like intuitive and I've wanted this for a long time and it still hasn't gone away, you know? So I think, um, I'm going to act on that, but it also takes time. Like if you want to learn a language, it's not something that, you know, you can do on Duolingo and be good. Like if you want to be fluent and have people take you seriously in that language, you need to take at least six months of not speaking English, completely immersing, not reading english not watching english just like fully in yeah you need that language um, so yeah so yeah i am definitely like needing to plan for that um and i'm making some steps um kind of branching out from my business like what i'm doing mainly to make it more flexible to make it so i can have some passive income streams or uh kind of like fund a project and have somebody else run it for me while i'm gone stuff like that so i can strategically make the life that i want for myself um and it's yeah. it sounds so cheesy but yeah it really just does start with like pen and paper mm-hmm brainstorming put on a night like like something that i've started doing that this is a fun plug for your candle company but I like candles and I light um, pillar candles and I mean, you know, if you have a candle you should keep them on for at least like a couple hours so they don't tunnel. So Mm -hmm. I put on like 10 candles and I'm like, well, I don't, I'm not comfortable leaving these and I don't want them to tunnel so I need to stay here and work and so then I have like these beautiful candles and like this ritual space and then I play music that I like and then I'll like make myself a hot cup of tea. And it's also like, I have an office now and I intentionally made it a beautiful space that I want to spend time in. Um, because if you're going to do this, I might as well enjoy it and figuring out what you enjoy in your work-wise and then also in the ambiance and the environment. Um, because then I feel like it's a lot easier to have... Um, openness to ideas and less resistance um and also kind of like also with um the digital i think (sighs) i think getting off of for me when i see shit that people do and it's not even whenever i see people doing well i'm like okay cool good for them but if i see something doing well and then they like take a backward step in my mind um Like, for example, I saw somebody, like, one of my friends on social media. They have their own business. They had a beautiful house. And they're, like, basically, like, I'm moving out of my house. I can't afford this. And I'm moving back in with my parents. And then when I see that, I, like, take their, I, like, take that. You know, I'm, like, oh, shit, what am I doing? Did I overstep? Did I overleap? And then it's just, like, that's not my business. This isn't, like that's not me. And you have no idea what's going on in the background there. I have no idea. And it's not my business. It's not my business like um so I think sometimes like absorbing things that aren't necessarily yours, the fear um that's not yours, but sometimes you just take because you just are used to it and I think just that's a lot of the work I'm doing right now it's just like literally restructuring my thoughts because I a lot of those just kind of snuck in there and I wasn't like consciously adding to that and now I'm just like no I'm gonna think how I want to think and I'm gonna kind of like tunnel vision it to see how we can create and explore.
1: Um, another thing that you can use to uh, plan and strategize your day, week, month, quarter, year um, is uh, astrology. Uh, you can look at the movements and the tra- the transits of the planets uh, to figure out when you what is most in- advantageous. Um, you can also look at like the circle of the year. You know the uh, the like agricultural. The agrarian calendar, in terms of like when to work, when to harvest, when to rest. Um, I think I like to play a game called Stardew Valley. Um, uh, It's very, it's a very soothing um, video game, Uh, and it like I. One of the things I like about it is you do, like, you are on a, you, like, run away from the terrible city and to, like, a a farm in a small town. And it's split up into seasons. And in the winter, you can't plant anything. You can't plant anything. You can't harvest anything. Like, you can do other things. There's other activities. But the winter is all about, like, yeah, not doing that. Um, so you kinda ha- you have to structure your year around uh this like time of um of rest. Like we're not meant to, to be wholly productive the whole time. But yeah, so for astrology, I have actually my, my business partner and I with our candle business have been working with um uh a coach, an astrology coach in terms of how we structure our business. And, um, we are like literally launching a new collection this week because it, because it is, a uh, cosmically advantageous for us to do so based on, on the chart that she pulled for us individually and for our business. Um, and it's been really cool. We've been doing this for like two or three months and it's been good to kind of plan like when is a good time to strategize? When is a good time to launch? When is a good time to like look at bigger picture things? When is a good time to fine tune and look at more detail oriented things? Um, and it's been good to have like a another person who can kind of who's a little bit more impartial like it's funny because she actually is a candle customer (laughs) so she is like in some ways like emotionally invested in our products like she enjoys them and is excited about them um but she also can kind of help give another perspective to us in terms of and it helps to kind of uh as we structure our our like plan for the rest of the year so, yeah, we're literally announcing a collection on Monday because she told us that, like, late October, early November. So that's very cool. You get a lot of transit info from that, too. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, she also does it, – it's also great because it's not just geared towards our business. She also does, like, bigger picture, monthly overview, big world, current event things, Um based on the transits of the planets as well, um, which has been very cool to kind of um, see happen in real time and then see her predict things and then see them happen. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, November's going to be rough, apparently, but it's fine. Um, Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, following my goal... um, And I'm working towards it. I'm not 100% there yet, but I think this year will, this coming year will be good. Um, It'll be steps in the right direction is I want to be able to take most of January and February off so that I can like really enjoy Mardi Gras and not have to worry about work. Because previous years uh, I have, you know, not every year, but there have been seasons where I've had to like work a lot. Work multiple jobs, work like, and not be able to like enjoy either. Either I have not been able to enjoy the fun, or I have not been able to rest and recover um, from the fun uh, because of work. And so I really want to get to a point where I can just like enjoy this my favorite. <laughs> time les of
0: les year. Indeed, um, and I think it's something that we kind of have to program ourselves yeah. out of because we're so yeah. used to getting two weeks of vacation. Um, right. And also, right. as um, a freelancer, a business owner, like, you're planning two months off, eight weeks off. That's standard. And yeah. almost, yeah. in, you know what I mean? In almost every other country.
1: Like, and that means, yeah, and that means that my October, November, December is going to be really fucking busy. And I've got to plan and structure my life around that and also know that that means that, like, I may have to, like, let some social calendar things go during that time. You know, like, last night, I really wanted to go to that Halloween parade, but also I really needed to rest. So I prioritized rest. It also means that I'm probably going to have to disappoint some friends or partners in the next couple of weeks because, you know, I've got... I'm two weeks out from a three event weekend and three weeks out from a five event weekend. And then I think after that, it's a four event weekend and then it's Thanksgiving. And like, you know, it's just a lot. And I think I'm, I try to think I try to think of it in terms of that. So I can also just like let people know, like, hey, I'm just not going to be. As available, Or, hey, it's going to be, like, kind of rough on me, and I'm going to need some support, and I'm not going to be able to, like, pull my weight in the way that I normally would in, like, our friendship or relationship. Um, and to just be like, hey, this is what's going on, and it's not forever, um, but it's where I'm at right now. Uh, I'm not afraid of hard work, and I'm not afraid of, like, uh, working long hours or many hours. I just... That just can't be my every week life anymore. Um, that was, I think, you know, that was the expectation in theater, working in professional theater, is that, like, most of, you know... Obviously, some some weeks were lighter than others, but, like, 50 to 60-hour weeks were kind of just, like, standard. Um, and I refuse... I refuse to do that any Like, I... I, I will not. I will. And I... Yeah, I will not go back to that, um, of that being the baseline expectation, but I'm willing to put in that work for a short period of time to make sure that I can have time off, um, and enjoy and prioritize, uh, like my favorite time of year. So, yeah, because it's also um, like, what
0: are you working for? You know, um, right. have your bottom yeah, line. Yeah, I mean,
1: like, yeah, when I was, had two weeks of paid vacation to be like, well, I guess I've got to like. You know, how do I want to do this? Do I want... I guess I have one week where I go visit my family and another week for fun. Or maybe I should just do, like, a bunch of three-day weekends or, like, I don't know. You know, it's just a lot of bullshit of, like, trying to prioritize, like, obligations versus pleasure versus, you know. And then uh, I like not having to worry about that anymore. hmm
0: Yeah, that's the thing. You can try it. That's, you know... I feel like I've said this before, but some of the best, most useful business advice I ever got was from somebody. I was like, I think I fucked up on that. And they were like, you know what? If you did, you'll
1: course correct. If you didn't, you'll do it again. You know, like that's yeah, the Yeah, no, thing. I'm always like, mistakes are cool. I just try not to make the same mistake mm-hmm. twice. Yeah, that's, that's
0: fine. right. Same. I'm just tr- like, because you see it, you know. I just don't want to get stuck in a loop that's not working for me.
1: Actually, right. no. Honestly, I don't want to get stuck in a loop. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. There was a one of the events this weekend. Um, forgot to add uh, cake plates and forks to a rental order because we weren't catering the cake. Um, and didn't check it and didn't realize it until, like, the night before the event as I was going through the paperwork that I was preparing for somebody else i'm not gonna make that mistake again like it wasn't a big deal like we, we figured it out but like yeah i'm gonna be checking for that a lot earlier from now on like i just have to make it once it's like and that's that's like a dumb little shit but like yeah um mistakes are fine i'm very much as long as team you learn from them
0: across that bridge
1: when you get to it yeah i don't know I feel like it's something that could send a lot of people into a spiral, but I refuse.
0: <laughs> I think at this point, it would be a lot to send me in a spiral. I'm like, Same. this this Same. foundation is solid. Like, hit me, dude. Like, I can't. Yeah. Like, I I am so resilient yeah. at this
1: point. Like, I don't. Good, yeah. I, good had, luck. I had a good venue, luck. Like, <laughs> I had a venue coordinator call me like super upset because she was setting up before I got there and they discovered that one of their tables was broken. And I was like, it is fine. We will shuffle some things around. There is absolutely no reason to make this a problem. We're fine. Like, I am not... I was like, I'm so sorry for whoever you've worked with in the past, but I'm not going to flip out on you. I was actually talking to somebody about
0: this today. I think people just have a lot more gentleness in their day-to-day because they're just
1: like, it's been a rough year.
0: We're at least yeah. here. You know what I mean? I really like, hope. we don't, no. don't know. I don't know.
1: I see some of the opposite, though. I've been on the receiving end of it, of people who are just, like, clearly hanging on by a thread. Yeah, I haven't... But... Yeah.
0: I think it's time for a bro book review bro
1: book reviews I read a bro book
0: every week so you don't have to okay so um, this <laughs> it's getting less bro everybody but the person who recommend this author to me is a bro and I didn't like the book um, that they gave to me um but i um found this i kept i keep i I was looking for at different metaphysical stores um i'm looking for mine and i did find mine by the way i found it's exactly what i wanted they had pillar candles amazing books and huge ammonite i was just like ooh! i was just like this it's in dunedin um and I was just like, I, I just felt it. It was just like, I think, I don't know if I said this on air, but I feel like I'm just like a superstitious pirate where I'm just like, I don't know why I need to do this, but I need to do this. And I'm just like, you know what? Yeah.
1: We're just, Sailors and theater people are the most yeah. superstitious. Yeah, I
0: feel like I'm definitely getting very, like, if I feel something, I just go for it. Um, and at this point, the spleen. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, the spleen. I'm a splenic manifester. So anyway, it's called No Mud, No Lotus um, by... Um, Thich Nhat Han and it's The Art of Transforming Suffering and this is something that I am so into because I do not like the word healing I think it's bullshit I don't think it's just you're never you're never healed what the fuck does that mean you know what I mean you're healed until you're hurt again like I, I think especially in the in the context of suffering like you don't heal that you transform it and so I just loved I loved this book um so basically it's kind of like this context and it's something I worked a lot on in therapy that like the more bad shit that you have happen to you you that just empties your cavern for the potential of experiencing joy and happiness because you can, you can go that deep, you can go that deep with yourself. You can go that deep with other people. You can process and experience emotions like that. So we really dive into this year. Um, so it's a lot of kind of meditative things like enjoying sitting and walking meditations. Um, and then just, of course, very much like being in the present moment, but There's a section of mantras that I thought was just really nice. Um, Like, breathing in, I observe the impermanent nature of all dharmas. Breathing out, I observe the impermanent nature of all dharmas. It's very into, like, Taoism. And we talk about the Buddha in here. Um, You know, chapter five. Five practices for nurturing happiness. Um, and And it's not like this this thing that you can you know I feel like a lot of times happiness is just like oh that seems so fake but it's just like you every day you have the option to choose that and if you don't choose that there's no wrong choices it's just what you want to choose and if you want you know because some people love to suffer um and that's okay like this is it one it's called like embracing suffering um and it's just kind of like if you are crying in the inside like to acknowledge that you don't need to pretend like it's all okay when it's not because that's just um by not acknowledging the shadow you're not going to be able to move on from it by pretending it's not there like I was saying like with my energy work like when they saw a bunch of stuff I was like I was trying to just move past it, be pragmatic. But with grieving, with suffering, with experiencing intense pain, like I started to get physical effects in my heart where I was just like okay you know and then it's just like oh yeah I just like did experience a pretty big emotional shift and heartbreak and like I need to handle this or it's going to show up some other place so this this book definitely found me at the right time and I think it's also something that's I would encourage you to check in on if you haven't done shadow work. I feel like you don't need to always do shadow work, but it's something that you do need to do. Um, and it, yeah, you and need to at least acknowledge
1: it. it. It's like the moon card in tarot. That's what I, I always think of the moon as shadow work. It's like look if you can't if you can't acknowledge what's in the shadows, you also can't bring them out into the light and make them less scary. Yeah,
0: so this is just such a cool cool book and i really like the language and it's just yeah i'd love to read it it's it, super it zen. sounds great yeah yeah. Um, yeah so that's our show for the day um yeah thank you so much for listening so feel free to check well actually i have tiktok deleted right now but i'm sure like i'm gonna get it again sometime that's another thing like no screen time i've just been like
1: no tiktok it's too it's too good that'll, that'll, it's too good yeah <laughs> i was on tiktok till like 2 a.m last night yeah
0: it'll get you um <laughs> Uh, so I definitely set boundaries there. Anywho, um, the dot fake guru and uh Instagram and TikTok and then fakeguru.me uh for like some website stuff for if you would like to work with video work. I also have some other offerings there too uh and chances to work with me there.
1: Yeah. Um you can find me at Swamp Witch with four eyes on Instagram. That's my personal Instagram. Um but also Candles Unincorporated on Instagram. Um by the time you listen to this, we'll have a new launch, uh, a new batch ready for for pre-orders. Um and we are going to be doing shipping in a limited capacity. So if you're not in New Orleans, you'd still be able to get some candles if you would like. Um, and then we are going to be releasing a bigger holiday menu in within like the next two or three weeks to kind of line up with uh, Black Friday and holiday shopping and all that. That'll be probably more limited capacity on uh, mail because of all the problems with the Postal Service. But um, check us out there. It's really exciting. We've got four new scents and three returning holiday favorites for this round. And then a big menu coming for the rest of the holiday season. Uh, and then you can follow us. Um uh, we're uh podcast on Instagram and entrepoqueers.com. Uh and you can follow us on Spotify, leave us a review on Apple Podcast, uh drop some money in our Ko-Fi if you like what you hear. Uh, and we will see you next time. All right, thank you. Have a gay day.